As we welcome in the uh, voice of Texas Tech basketball and baseball, our good friend Jeff Haxton joins us. Hey, bud, how you doing this afternoon? Well, J-Mo, let me get my mask off here, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> and I'll holler at you. How you doing, man? I am doing fine. I'm doing fine. Looking forward to coming your way tomorrow. Yeah, we uh, we can't wait to have you here. It's going to be uh, exciting. I just just ran out of the office with uh, with Coach Beard doing some pregame hits with him, and uh, he was he was finishing up uh, bragging bragging about uh, Mark Vital. Uh, right before you called. So yeah. <laughs> my apologies for no, running a tick late. No, no. Sorry to rush you out of that. I know how that is. So uh, thanks for your time. Uh, I was uh, ta- Let's talk about uh, Wednesday's win in Austin first. Uh, I heard stories that you could hear the celebration from the Tech locker room uh, kind of reverberating around the Irwin Center. Uh, <laughs> have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I mean, we heard the same thing, and yeah. we heard uh, reports from media people, and I, I wouldn't expect anything other than that kind of celebration. When these guys went on the road, they know how hard that is to come by, and uh, it's still a growing program. And when you know, JMO, when you lead for 36 seconds, hmm. there's got to be some euphoria in beating the t- the fourth ranked team in the country, a rival. And I think a lot of that euphoria spilled over into the locker room. It's the first time that Texas Tech has ever won on the road against the top five team. So, again, Chris Beard is still checking boxes. Yeah. And uh, it was a big celebration. And I think it was deserved for the way that they were able to hang in after getting bombed in the first half the way that they did. And then to come and win that thing, heck, yeah, I'd celebrate it. Heck, yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, down by 12, right? Was 12 the biggest uh, deficit in that game? It was 12 uh, at least twice. Yeah, okay. It was 12, uh, 48, 36. That was the latest one. And, uh, you know, Andrew Jones and Coleman and Ramey couldn't miss their threes. They were just, they were lights out. Didn't look like you'd get close to them, and he ended up winning. A uh, big time upset, I think. How about that? Mac McClung had the uh, the big shot at the end. Certainly, he wasn't the only one, but he did Legion scoring with 22 and had the shot that provided the game winning points. For our our folks listening, and they'll see and hear him tomorrow. Tell everybody about Mac McClung, how he got there, and uh, and how well he's playing for you guys. Yeah, he he's a Gate City, Virginia boy originally. Um, gained an incredible notoriety in high school from the way that he could dunk a basketball, kind of the showmanship that he had. If you go to uh, you know any search engine and type in Mac McClung High School, it's pretty uh, entertaining to watch those videos that he put together. Then he went to Georgetown, uh, spent two years there as a Hoya, and decided he wanted a different scene. And I, I mean, I don't know, J-Mo, if you get much of a different scene than Georgetown. <laughs> That's right. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, wanted to come play here. Uh, has been consistently a guy that will stuff the stat sheet with points, but now is starting to learn some of the other things that you have to learn to play with Chris Beard, which is, you know, defense and team basketball. Um, They've started playing him off the ball a little bit more. I would think more of a Jared Butler type role. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that has allowed him to create off of some second and third touches. When he started, it was kind of like the the one on the N one mixtapes, you know, where he'd do all this crazy dribbling and and dribble and dribble and dribble and dribble and then finally try to go get a shot. Uh, It's become more smooth for him. It's the game has slowed down even more for him, and it's made him a a scary shooter. If he gets going early, he can have big days. Jmo, last year he scored thirty four with Georgetown at Oklahoma State. 
had a game with 38 against UALR. He's just a scorer mm-hmm. and a baller, as we saw with that uh, gut check last second shot. Oh, big time, absolutely. What's the uh, what's the bounce you guys get? I mean, a big win on the road over Texas. Now here comes Baylor coming into your place this Saturday. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, you know dose of momentum heading into this game with the Bears. Well, you 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 think so. Um, I don't know exactly how they'll react. Some places I think you might get that we're content because, you know, hey, you know, when we went into this week, not a lot of people expected us to win one game. Now we've already done that. Now we can kind of take Saturday off. You don't, you don't get the chance to do that under Chris Beard. You, you have to, to, to bounce back and be ready for the next game on the schedule. You know, he calls it an 18 round fight. Here we go. We got another round to play and it just happens to be against, you know, again, you don't, have, you don't have to hear my opinion. Um, I've just been wowed by Baylor the last two years. I mean, one of the top two teams in the country that's absolutely loaded for bear. So, it, and no pun intended, mm, maybe, maybe pun intended. Um, <laughs> J-Mo, it, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think these games, like the one we had with Texas, that they're all going to come down to the last couple of possessions. I really feel that way. Um, and, and I've, Ever since, again, there's a, there's a click mechanism that happens with Chris Beard's teams. And ever since it clicked up in Ames, the chemistry has started to click now. Like, we, we do our, we do our uh, projections of where we think Texas Tech and, and the Big 12 will finish and what that will look like. Right. Uh, all week long, I've had Baylor 1, Tech 2, Texas three, Kansas four. That's right. the way I've said it. Okay. And I believe it. Yeah. I believe it'll be that way. So I think a game like tomorrow could go a long way in figuring out if Baylor's going to dominate or if somebody's going to try and chase. Him. Jeff Garrett Ross here. When you look at the depth that Baylor has, how important and how much of a factor is it going to be for the Texas tech bench to be successful? Well, where we've got to have success is, um, keeping Marcus Santos Silva out of foul trouble. There's, there's a couple places where Texas tech has some weaknesses and that's a perimeter shooting consistency. And then inside with a true big, there's not a true big, you know, uh, Micah PV is a guard. He looks like at times that, you know, he, he is the tallest guy out there on the court. And that's where guys like Jericho Sims had a field day getting rebounds. You know, Baylor's got the same length. I know your famous wingspan chart, um, you know, guys with seven, three and seven, four wingspan. So, uh, the, the bench is keyed off of a guy like Tyreek Smith. Got to get huge bump from him. Now, Terrence Shannon is coming off the bench. So don't be surprised about that guys on Saturday, TJ is going to come off the bench. And so the, the bench has been now a strength since you moved TJ there. And Tyreek Smith is one of these big bouncy athletes that you're going to have to have play some good minutes to keep up. Have you been surprised to, when you look across the league uh, about how successful the road teams have been so far? Yeah, I mean, even with no fans in places and a limited amount of fans in places, it is crazy to see that, you know, a lot of these opponents that have come into the USA, like that, this is the biggest crowd they've played against because there'll be 4,000 here tomorrow um, in a 15,000-seat arena. But, yes, absolutely, um, even with that, being the case, I'm I'm very surprised about it, but I think it goes back and it just shows um, a, a lot of these these programs they're not as far ahead as you think they are because Allen Fieldhouse is so special, United Supermarkets Arena has become so special with the atmosphere, 
fans are important, and we're seeing just how important they are this year. Jeff Haxton, our guest, voice of uh, Texas Tech basketball and baseball, Bears and Red Raiders, coming up tomorrow in Lubbock. Uh, so 4,000 will be the max you can have there. Uh, is that was that 25% or, or what's the percentage? That's 25%. Okay, so max is 25%. And y'all stick to that. You don't, you don't bust that by a single person, right? Yes. That is that. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. That's I the case. I just tried to get a couple tickets for my buddy, and they yeah, said, forget yeah. it. I got you. So uh, so it's a tough ticket, especially when you only allow 25% in. I bet this is a tough ticket. Yeah, it is. And I've uh, just had my experience in that just now. And so I, I have an unfortunate text to make here in a little bit. Hey, you were just in with the coach. Come on, man. He's got a ticket for you. I tell you what, he, he talked to me for four and a half minutes and then ran to the office that he was having his meeting in. He yeah. can't wait um, to play uh, the number two Bears tomorrow. Oh, man, that's great. It's a great buildup. Uh, it's a great matchup. Big week for you guys and for us. I mean, every game is a big game. So uh, appreciate your time today and look forward to seeing you tomorrow out there in Lubbock. J-Mo, we'll see you out here. We got, we got a little snowfall last time, so it's not going to be quite as dirty, man. You can okay. come out here and. Have a good time. All right. Very good. Very good. Hey, thanks for your time. See you tomorrow. Okay. See you. Thanks. Uh -huh. Jeff Haxton, the uh, great voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders.